Welcome to the Business as Mission podcast, dedicated to those who long to see God glorified in business and the nations reached for Christ. Your host is Mike Bayer, longtime BAM leader and founder of Third Path Initiative, an online education resource for starting and growing BAM businesses around the world. So welcome back to another episode of the Business as Mission podcast. I'm your host, Mike Bayer, and I've got a returning guest, Jenny Nuccio from Kenya and Imani Collective, and uh, one of her team members, now I guess partner is the correct term, right? Haley, this is Haley. And uh, we're going to just chat about what's going on in Kenya. What's the latest? They've got some exciting news about growth plans. And so uh, again, Jenny, welcome back. And Haley, welcome for the first time. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Mike. Lots has happened. I feel like we just had our podcast episode yesterday, but that's not the truth. Um, And a lot has happened. (laughs) Absolutely. It's been two years since we got introduced to Imani Collective. And so really looking forward to hearing what's going on. So let me let me ask this, I think, just to get us uh, acclimated for the listeners who weren't around when you were on the first time, Jenny, which was early, I think in 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So give us a, just a two minute commercial for those who are saying Imani Collective. What is, what is that? And for those of you listening, the the link will be in the uh, show notes. So you'll be able to go look it up and see what, what it is that they're doing. So Jenny, give us the, give us the elevator pitch. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been working and coming to Kenya since 2009. I officially moved here in 2013 but I started the, our first 16 women that were part of our program that we launched in 2013. I had known, um, since my first trip in 09 and we developed these beautiful relationships. I developed these beautiful relationships. We together, we developed these friendships. And I remember the, the one thing they always told me is like, you're so different. Like you keep coming back, you keep coming back. And I think that always just resonated with my spirit because I just, there was something there. And if I got, if I, I went deeper into my story, like the Lord really had, and I won't tell all those nitty gritty details, but the Lord really had to pursue me to be here. Um, and I was upset with that. It wasn't like a calling or thing. He pursued me. There was a peace every time I came to Kenya. And now, yes, as we talked about off the mic, this is home. This is where my kids are born. I couldn't see anything else, but we, we started in 2013 with 16 women as a nonprofit, as a women empowerment program that was just focused on training and skills training. And that's really important to our story because that was the dynamic of what we wanted to create. Because in, when we started Amani, we wanted to create opportunities for women so they could provide for their kids to send them to school because I started in a school. And I saw this gap that the women, the kids struggling the most were coming from single widowed disadvantaged women homes. All that to say, I quickly was like, well, this isn't sustainable either. What are we going to do to sustain this training program? And so started selling what I thought were decently made products. When Haley came on, she gave me a very sweet pat on the back of like, good try. (laughs) Very, very good try. Um, because what I quickly realized is, okay, and you'll know if you know me and you've been a friend of mine for a while, you know that my biggest pet peeve is when you call us a handicraft business because we are not a handicraft business. We are a elevated ethical impact home decor business that makes beautiful stuff now. And so, and the reason we are what we are today is because Haley, and I'm so glad she's on this call. 
and and all my she doesn't you I I don't even listen back to my podcast interviews but in every podcast interview I'm like Haley everyone needs to know about Haley she's this like this gem as and and really just makes Amani who we are today but to give you guys also background Amani means faith in Swahili it is just the really the outpouring of keep of us like continuing to put one foot in front of the other. Cause it's still to this day, it's been a faith journey of connection of growth of where we've come from. But, but Haley joined us in 2016, the end of 2016, we had this biggest financial fail at New York now. And I realized we have to do something different. If we're going to make this work, we have to be competitive. And so I called Haley up. We had been working together for that, that past year because she was doing some of our graphic designs in our booth. And I said, Haley, how about you just like hop on board, redesign everything. And you're, you're our lead designer and you're just like product develop. And Haley can tell her story of what led her to that. But, uh, she said astounding. Yes. And I was like, I have no idea when I'm going to pay you or what this looks like. I don't even pay myself at this point, but like, let's do this. So we hopped in, we rebranded and relaunched in 2017 of February at New York now. And we've never looked back. Like it has been a completely different business, completely different uh, mindset. And then we've, uh, last year in 2021, we changed our model even to accommodate this beautiful hybrid model that has really helped us elevate into what we are now in our business. And Haley's now stepped into the partner role with me and it's just been a fun journey together. So that gives you, it was a little bit longer elevator pitch, but (laughs) that's all right. We had to go to the 10th floor. That's okay. So, uh, (laughs) and I really, two things, I really appreciate the fact that you made it clear this is not a handiworks handcraft type company and I, and I and I and I appreciate that not only for my benefit but I know when I first started working in business's mission about 30 years ago so much stuff was just that and it was really some it was nothing anybody would really want to buy they would that we called it the sympathy buy right it was almost like a part of the yeah. <laughs> i call it the pity purchase yeah, yeah. thank you everybody who gave us the pity purchases in the beginning because that's what got us here today but i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to survive off those <laughs> no you can't and that's a great point right is you 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 as as god is leading you in your business you're emerging into a really competitive environment goods for the home uh, you know decorator goods and some of the other things that i've seen on your site again uh, imanicollective.com check it out it's a great site and it's obvious now not having met haley the last time we talked how this idea of partnership works so well and i'll set this up this way then haley we'd love to hear your story yeah sure so many bam companies are built around the founder and they never get beyond that and so unless you're just a, a a genius. And I know Jenny's nodding her head. Yes, yes, I am. The, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, but really they never, that never go very far because they're not bringing in staffing to what they don't have. And you obviously did that. So Haley, I want to hear just a couple of things and go as far as you want, but how did you get attracted and and how did God lead you into this? Number one. And then secondly, what do you, and and I, I know I'm asking you to brag, but that's okay. Do it anyway. What is it you feel like you brought to the table that's made a difference? I mean, Jenny was there. She, she, she had... brought everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. I'm sure that's partially true. So just tell us a little bit about how, <laughs> who you are, how you got there, and, and what you're bringing. And then we really want to concentrate on where you're going. Totally. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, wow. What a, what an introduction. I hope. Yeah. You, how do you live up to that? Can, right. Uh, do that justice <laughs> with explaining this, but yeah. So for me, I started product development in an internship in India when I was in college. So Jenny and I met at Texas A&M actually. Okay. So, um, I absolutely fell in love with using design to empower women. Um, and at that point I had actually never even taken a design class. I've just, since I was young, always had an eye and, and I started basically doing branding for different companies, but it was a little bit empty, if that makes sense. So I, I even in college, I did branding for companies. Um, and then I got, I got this opportunity to go to India and just absolutely fell in love with the culture, fell in love with being right there with the women, um, going to the market, finding materials, seeing what we could make. We really wanted to make it look like anthropology kind of vibes there. And at that point, um, it's a nonprofit as well. And so it's hilarious. It's hilarious. The I'm really thankful. It's hilarious. The responsibility I was given and we know in nonprofits, you can really lean on internships. So it was, I was there for six months and just absolutely fell in love with it. Flash forward. I got married pretty much right out of college, got pregnant. We just like, wow, it was what a, what a journey into like being a college student and then bam, mother, wife. And so it was a big whirlwind for me where I was trying to find my footing and my place of how to do those roles that were very new to me and pursue this passion for design. So I was praying about this a lot, just asking for an opportunity. I was wondering, should I start my own thing? Do I want to go back to India? Those are conversations even Jenny and I had um, in college. And so um, when Jenny asked me, hey, do you basically want to design a whole line for us beyond the team? It was just a resounding yes, because I had been praying about it. And the Lord was preparing me for this role for a long time. Yeah. So we just, we really hit the ground running. She called me, she said this, and we identified a gap in the market, which is, I, I told you I was a new young mom. Um, and I was struggling to, to be able to design my son's room in the way I wanted the rest of my house to look. And so it was so much primary colors, even clothes, you know, so my, my, um, my oldest is about to be eight. So this was a while back, you know, and so the, um, the industry has gone really forward in design for kids, but there was a big gap in home. And so we started narrowing down. Uh, We went a little wide at first where we were like, let's do rugs, let's do poofs. Let's basically, it's the one-stop shop for everything for your kid's space. Um, And so I'm glad we went wide first, but then we were able to narrow down. But yeah, so we we launched this line. She contacted me the end of 2016. <laughs> I flew out a month later, 2017. We prototyped everything in one week. I put it in a suitcase, flew it back to New York. Jenny met us there and we we relaunched at the same market that she said was, um, didn't go. I don't want to say biggest fail. I feel like that sounds so mean, but the <laughs> time that it didn't work out, you know, maybe you got three or four orders and then we presented a new, we changed the name, we changed absolutely everything about it more into a Scandinavian kind of look, but we, we incorporated the artisan story by um, making sure every product was hand signed by the artisan looking into how do we share the story in a really compelling way that highlights the women. um, But also is something that the Western market and just the market in general is going to go after. So yeah, that all that being said, we relaunched in New York and had, I don't know, a hundred, 200 orders, like right there. We had a ton of contacts and he still has this binder. It's so cute. Um, from New York now, all the contacts that we got. And so, um, yeah, and then we won an award for um, innovative product there too and got featured on their Instagram. This was like in 2017. So it was just so many yeses, I guess. And so our partnership is so synergistic because Jenny has done just the 
amazing foundational work of building those relationships, which is the core of why we do what we do is to empower women and relationally, you know, it's not a, a situation where we're just buying from someone and we don't know the women. Jenny, we have a in-house childcare. Jenny's kids go to school with our, our artisans kids and like, they're all her auntie, you know, like, it's just like, there's, it's just so beautiful. So what I got to bring to the table was just the, the market knowledge and design knowledge and really getting to to jump in together and make something beautiful. And I think to no, but I think to add to that, like, and just the partnership, right, is like, and what's so unique is we've we totally have built up our local leaders here. We have like a team of 18 now. We serve over 126 artisans and staff now in country. So like I could technically live in the States if I wanted to. But Kenya's home. So I just get, um, you know, I get the privilege of walking alongside our team, but our leaders are doing that. We've always wanted to be kind of not be the face, but have our leaders lead and, and us like it shouldn't fall apart, right? If the founder goes and it, that is what we have and it's beautiful. But I think what creates this amazing partnership is Haley being on the ground. We have now a warehouse in Dallas and with our team there is officially stepping into that COO role there. And to have this this just beautiful partnership of one person on the manufacturing side, one person on the sales front kind of marketing side. And I help a lot, you know, we, we cross over on the sales together, but with that marketing side and brand awareness, it's so big, you know, from the time I brought Haley on, we had 900 followers on Instagram and two, um, in three years, we grew that organically to over 18,000 followers. We finally put in some paid advertising. And in one year, we grew that to 37,000 followers. So oh that brand awareness of who we are now and where we're going is because of Haley and leading that vision and us doing that together and me being able to keep up with the brand, with the efficiencies in production on this side. And that is what's so really, I think, really cool, especially for us too. We know we know what we're good at. We know our talents and we just, we really, I think we have to have hard conversations as like partners together, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's this beautiful balance of being able to honor one another in our roles and, and, and let us run where we need to run. And, um, yeah, to me, it's a beautiful picture of, of really the body of Christ, right? We're not all out there on our own. We're in this together. We're working together. You know, there are founders and then there are partners and, you know, over time, there are a lot of other kinds of employees and 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 contributors that come in. Um, I want to just, I guess, ask you this question, Haley, since you're the, the new kid on the block for me. And that is, you know, you looked at it, you, you kind of got a taste of this in Indy, you began to get a heart for it. When you started getting involved, did you think in terms of business's mission or did you just think in terms of I'm going to do the mission and design is what I do? That's a really good question. So the, like I mentioned, I was doing design for the sake of design for businesses and companies like logo design, branding, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. And I think there's such intrinsic value in in adding that to any company, but it was a little bit, um, it was missing something for me and that's the impact. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I am super passionate about doing is bringing about this incredible women empowerment and adding my passion of design together. And so that's what I love so much about Imani is that it really hits those two passions Um, because I would do like, so in India, I was the one on the ground. It was, it was an internship, so it's not the same, but I love the one-on-one meeting with artisans, prototyping in person um, and just relational, you know, relational ministry where you're just, you're just 
I genuinely just want to be your friend, you know? And I think that is really the foundation. Um, and yeah, so I guess to answer your question, that really is the main reason that drew me in to Amani. And it was this beautiful, I guess, kind of cherry on top that, hey, and I have some skills in design. So I'd love to use that to empower women. We'll be right back after a short break. I'm just curious, you know, I, I know that all of us in this, I'll call it movement, but all of us in this genre have struggled at times, not with what we do overseas, not what we do to empower women or empower nationals or to help plant churches and help fund those ministries. I mean, I think people get that fairly quickly, but a lot of us have struggled with the whole idea that I'm not in formal ministry. Uh, did that ever, and Jenny, you and I talked about this early on, and you kind of jumped over that one, it seems like. You just followed your heart. But Haley, in your case, was there ever a time when you wondered, is this was this real ministry, or did it just always kind of click for you? For me, it. I have a very broad view of what ministry could be. I told you my dad was a pastor growing up, so that's interesting, I guess, in that sense. Um, but yeah, I, I want to, I strive to just view any interaction with another human as just the ability to show them the love of God, you know? So I say that to say, I have, I've been in roles that were more traditional ministry, I guess, but um, I've always been just passionate about even, even on the Dallas side, you know, there, we're a team of women here. And so empowering me being empowered myself and empowering the women on my team as well is also such a huge aspect for me. But so no, not, not really. I think it's my favorite kind where you can use a skill set and feel like you're getting to use the talents God's given you. Um, I think, and I think it's been fun because like, we've been able to deconstruct that coming from a missionary side of like being in Kenya and like being compared to, especially missionary women. I found like, especially in the last decade. And I process this a lot with Haley. This is why I love that we're partners because it's not just me figuring out like, wait, what, what am I doing? You know, like, no, I have, I have someone who's running just as quickly as I am for this mission to grow this business for the impact. And we are, our guiding principles that are put that are on our workshop wall. The first one says radiate Christ love. Like that is what we do. And we do that through our actions and that we do it through our talents, whether like that's leadership administration, that's in the talent of design or sewing. But I've always struggled with this of sitting in like a Bible study, for instance, with a group of missionary women and not and feeling completely misunderstood as if like I exactly what you're saying, I don't fit the mold. And I would say, yes, I quickly got over that. <laughs> um, but that is a thing um, that it's like, oh, you have to be doing you have to be doing home visits and sitting and you have to be opening the Bible and you have to be engaged in that way. And there's so much more. Um, rich, not so much more, but there's this richness of creating dignified work that opens up those opportunities where I then am invited into a home and can have those conversations and do that, that it doesn't start with the Bible study. It starts with the work and what we do in those relationships and it leads to people seeking. And that is what has been so cool of providing work. Like it changes people's livelihoods, their confidence who they are and that self-efficacy within them. And that's like completely, you can misunderstand me all you want, but that is ministry and in a nutshell of like providing, teaching them how to fish. And, and I love it. It's just been so fun. It gives me goosebumps to talk about and see how much we've grown um, and who we're affecting. And I talk about a lot of our ripple effect of uh, like our ripple effect of impacts, because it's not just within our workshop. Like we 
to give you perspective of our growth, just in old town, we have three locations in all of Kenya In old town, our village location in up North in Turkana, we have 16 um, women up there, but in old town, we started in one building. We now occupy seven buildings. That's seven different families, seven different leases like that. To me, I know that I, we are completely changing that community and just our consistency of paying rent to people and showing up every day and changing, bringing tourism into that community where our gift shop is. And, you know, we're the, we're one of the top ranked ethical workshops in East Africa to come visit. So it's like, we bring people and we help the community of just by brand awareness of building a brand that's successful, that is impacts. Um, and that that's really cool. And, and as you're talking, Jenny, and, and I see Haley's head nodding too, because it's so many things I want to camp on and we can't do it all in one podcast, but yeah, Haley and I were talking earlier, her dad and I both went to Dallas seminary. We weren't there together. We probably missed each other by a few years. I suspect he's a little younger than I am, but I remember when I graduated and I already pastored for 10 years when I went there and I pastored for another three years while I was there. And when I left, I ended up going to business and I started getting phone calls from my professors who I was very close with wanting to know if I'd left the faith. Had I gone shipwrecked and like, whoa, whoa, time out. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm working in Kyrgyzstan. I'm doing business in Kyrgyzstan among, I mean, you know, same story. And, and I finally gave up trying to explain it. And I figured if, you know, and they, they were good. They got, they got okay with it. They weren't okay at first, but it, now of course it's, it's pretty normal to be thinking this way, but I love the fact that, you know, I think we all wrestle with it to a certain degree. Uh, some of us more than others, sooner or later, what you're describing is life impacting. And as you're talking, what comes to mind for me is Jesus and the woman at the well. You know, I mean, that shocked everybody. He, she, he, he was crossing cultural boundaries, gender boundaries, religious boundaries, you know, and he didn't start preaching to her. Right. He began to meet her where she was. And I think that's a, a, to me, it's a bit of a picture of, of, of what you just described. So, all right, I want to change channels for just a second and ask that you tell us, both of you tell us, where is Amani going now? You mentioned, go, go back, before we started, Jenny, you talked about a, a growth number from, was it 40 packages a month in one year to, what were the, what was it, the 2020? Or, yeah, 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 it fluctuated. It does. Well, but that's the reality of where we are. So we, when you're looking at your split, right? E-commerce, wholesale distribution, these different splits we talk about within our company. When we, in 2020, we grew a hundred percent grew year over year, actually in a pandemic year. So we'll, first of all, we'll mention that, which was just amazing. The, the hard part there was my workshop was shut down with all of the restrictions, everything going on. And we, our orders were influxing, which was just crazy. Um, but Again, we managed, yeah. but in that, even in a really growth year of 2020, we were averaging, I would say anywhere between 30 to 90, maybe 30 to hundred packages a month that went out to wholesale retail combined in that now on average, when we, when we pulled our 2021 impact report for our last year, which is just already cool to see what our capacity is in 2020, cause that's already grown. But in 2021, when we pulled that report, we're sending an average of anywhere between between 600 to 900 packages a month. So we grew from that. Um, so you can imagine what our state staff had to change to. And we still have a small and mighty team. I'm telling you, we don't have, it is Haley and a couple of, couple of beautiful women there in Dallas, but um, that alone shows you our growth. And I mean, we had, I think again, it was, I don't have that. Was it another 121? 
121 year over year. 121%. Thank you. 121 year over year percent growth from 2020 to 2021. And our kind of our rate this year will probably be around 40 to 60% growth again. But again, we're getting into larger numbers now. And to that, it's just really exciting to see. So that's fantastic. So real quickly, if somebody wants to just learn about Imani. Is it, it, it the website's the best place to go? They can learn, they can see the story, and they can buy all at the same time. What are other things that they can do to support what you're doing and be a part of it? Yeah, yeah. So I'd say there's several ways, right? Obviously, you can purchase purchasing with our hybrid model. It's really you. Can, I would say go to our website, click get involved, click the impacts section and you i would encourage you mike put this in the show notes um direct link mike will put this in the show notes you are it sounds like mike's gonna put this Um, in the show notes (laughs) (laughs) but uh that that will give you guys a lot of there's this one page that we did in the impact report and i love because people always ask us should we purchase or should we donate and actually with a hybrid model it really depends on where your heart posture is and what you want to be a part of they're both really really good but they do explicitly give to different things of, of who we are so if you purchase that gives to the dignified work to those 126 people that we're doing we pay we have always from founding being founded in 2013 committed to paying monthly salaries, dignified work, like three times what the actual uh, minimum wage is. And that was really hard in the beginning because we did not have sales coming in, but I've always committed to monthly uh, consistent salaries. Um, So your purchase goes towards that and our food program and our childcare program. If you want to donate, there's also, because we're a hybrid, you can donate. And that gives to our two Miami initiative, which is actually our sewing and tailoring training program where we at, where it's a, it's a, it's part of our NGO and not part of our current workforce. It's people that we are training that are in process right now that we will then hire after the year that they've gotten their certifications. And so you can give towards that. And we do a lot of other outreach stuff as well. The other thing we are in another, you know, we're always looking and seeking impact investment. We were really part of a lot of different platforms. So if you're, if you are listening, your impact investor want to learn more about us or get like our investment deck or things like that to kind of get the nitty gritty of pro formas and stuff that Haley and I work with, with our CFO, then we email me. That's the best way. Jenny at Collective.com. I want to know who you are. I want, I want to help you leverage your, your finances for, for good, for amazing impact. So we'd love to find like-minded people who want to walk with us too. So those are ways people can get involved. No, and that's, and I love the way you laid that out because there is the profit you make from the business that you reinvest. There is the, the NGO side of it, which is, you know, a lot of people want to be either or doesn't have to be. And now looking for, you know, a, a, another round of funding. Tell us a little bit more about that, because you and, and I want people to. And again, this will also be in the show notes, Jenny at ImaniCollective.com. But you know, if you're interested in impact investing, Kingdom Investing, this is a great, great opportunity. They've got a, a good track record and a good team being built up. What are you looking to raise? What's your goal, and where will it go? Haley, I'll let you. We were just talking about it, so I'll let you kind of talk about where that's going. We are currently, yeah, and what the raise is. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, totally. Well. Funny enough, I have like a deck on this. I can literally just pull it up. So um, we are looking to raise about 300000 And the funds will be used specifically to backstock inventory with a shipping container. Working to capital, of course, is always so important. We want to be prepared as we're taking on larger orders with bigger companies. A lot of them have terms where they have net 60, net 90. And so as you can imagine, that really affects cash flow because obviously we're going to pay for materials and our people up front mm-hmm. for that. An inventory management system, we're getting to the point where we can output about 15,000 units a month. 
and um, doing it on spreadsheets. And we even have like, we use monday.com, which is really helpful, but we really need an inventory management system. We're interviewing some companies now to kind of get ready for that. Buying supply in bulk to get discounts. Um, the, you know, of course we can lower our margin or make our margins better when we do that. And also, yeah, it's strategically increasing marketing. And so um, as we saw in 2020, when we increase marketing, it greatly affects so many things, especially sales, um, when you know it. So <laughs> we are, um, we have very strategic things we're opening up. This is new. I guess when you launch this, it'll probably be launched officially, but we're launching an affiliate marketing program. Um, we have so many amazing people who um, will tag us in products. And so we're going to make it really easy for them to share about us with, an, with their own unique affiliate marketing link, Facebook, Instagram ads, there's all kinds of um, things that we are, I guess, spreading our, our eggs, not all in one basket, but in among many different buckets so that we can stay on top of things. As you guys know, marketing changes every two, three weeks. It's like, oh, Instagram came out with this new algorithm. Now it's all about video. So we're, we're, we like to think we're on top of those changes, but we, um, it's a, you have to constantly be moving and growing to, to stay relevant um, in a world of social media, the changes every, you know. No, that's great. And, and there are a lot of listeners to this podcast and others in the ecosystem that are impact investors, they're kingdom investors, and they will want to learn more as a way of getting involved. And, and you know, like everything in business's mission, I mean, it is business and its mission. Uh, you know, they're looking for returns. It's not charity, although some people will simply give, and that's fantastic. But um, I always remember the words of Bill Job, who I've known for years now, but met a long time ago in Indonesia. And he said, the books don't close until eternity. So when we're measuring our return on investment, it may not be next month. It may not be next year. So it's a, it's a much broader, much better view of things. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap us up, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Jenny to do something. We had a guest from uh, Kenya scheduled with you and with Haley. Right. She could not make it. Things came... I think it was a power outage and her phone is dead, bless her heart. But, you know, hey, it happens. It happens everywhere. So would you give us just a little bit? And if I say two minutes, I know you'll take longer. So that's okay. Would you give us a little, a little bit of a teaser on who she is? And when we do get her on the show, uh, what people can look forward to? Because I, I, I'm really looking forward to that time as well. So are you saying give, I talk a lot? What no, are you no, about? no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I, I, I'll tell you what. I'll ask our listeners to weigh in on that question. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That question will be in the show notes. Just it will kidding. be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Famita Otiano is going to be with us. Um, she is amazing. She was my first leadership hire in, in Kenya. And what's really cool too, uh, just about her story is she is a Muslim background believer and in Mombasa, which is just cool for us because she's able to really relate to our women, um, being an old town, um, it's 99% Islamic in one of our locations. And so I say that we are in a very, uh, Kenya is an open Christian nation, but I say that just because people know we are, uh, are foundationally found, uh, in Christ, like it's radiant Christ love is on our wall in old town. So people know that. Um, but for me, it's just beautiful for Femina to walk in and be able to share her testimony in such an amazing way, just how she came to know Christ. And that was, I think that was about 10 to 12 years ago. Femina joined the Imani collective team in 2015, very beginning of 2015. So she's been, in every role that you can imagine on this, like this side of wearing all the hats with me. And I think for her, it's been really cool to see us grow and just continue to expand. She joined me when we had 22 women um, and now to 22 women, one location, and now to see where it's at. So 
I hope we can get her on here. She runs all of our, she is now over all of our holistic programs. She runs our outreach and is, she just is finishing up her counseling degree actually. So she, we now have an on-site counseling center that she runs, um, and teaching more people about mental health and just walking alongside them. And so she is a, she keeps us centered when business gets a little rowdy and we're just hyper-focused on man, like the manufacturing side. She's like, and we need to remember about our people and the well-being of them and really keeps us balanced in our top tier leadership. So she is a gem and a one of a kind. So you know the drill. You book her into my calendar whenever it's convenient for her, and we'll make yeah. it happen. So I really look cool. forward to that. So all right. So uh, Haley, I don't have your last name. It just says Haley B. Oh, sorry. My last name is Bickham. Bickham. Haley Bickham in Dallas. And uh, we've got Jenny Nuccio in uh, Kenya and uh, a guest to be presented later. Guys, thanks so much for the time. Always fun. Jenny, I'd forgotten how much fun you were to talk with on the phone. So Fantastic to have you. Haley, great to meet you. God bless what you guys are doing. All of the notes, not everything Jenny said, but a lot of what she said <laughs> will be in the show notes. So you can get in touch with them, ImaniCollective.com, Jenny at ImaniCollective.com, just to learn more about investing. And uh, we'll we'll just see what happens. Fantastic story. I, I, two years ago, how different it is now. It's fun to see. So God bless you guys. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to the Business as Mission podcast. We invite you to become part of the story by supporting the BAM podcast at patreon.com slash BAM stories. There's a link in the notes with this episode. For more information, go to thirdpathinitiative.com or tryventure.com. Please share this podcast and give us a review wherever you listen.